final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Nice victory for the BYU Cougars, improving to 4-1 and one in West Coast Conference play. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougars getting the win over San Diego, 79-71. BYU with the victory back in action coming up on Saturday night, hosting the Portland Pilots at the Marriott Center. The good news for you, though, since the Cougars won tonight, you win with Papa John's Pizza tomorrow. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50 at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. All right, let's update you on other action in the state of Utah. Uh, I believe this game is a final. I think it's just that my uh, my computer has not updated itself. It is. Uh, it's been one long time out. Uh, if this is, and now it has finally gone final. We were following Utah State and Boise State all night long, back and forth. Boise State had an early lead, then Utah State came back. It was uh, back and forth. Looked like it may even go to overtime, but with two seconds to go, Boise State hit what would turn out to be the game-winning three, and they take down the Aggies in Logan. 62-59 is the final score. Other finals locally. Weber State at home defeats Idaho State 95-63. Congrats to the Wildcats on the victory. Also, a victory for Utah Valley. UVU defeating UT Rio Grande Valley in Orem 66-56. And in St. George, Dixie State getting the win over Lamar tonight 71-55. The only local team that has yet to tip off. Uh, That's coming in just a few minutes at the Huntsman Center, Utah, hosting number 9, UCLA. Top 25 action, one game currently going on. Number 25, UConn at Butler. The Huskies with the six-point lead with four minutes to go. It is 57-51 UConn. Some finals for you. Indiana upsets number four, Purdue, 68-65. Number 16, USC, excuse me, gets the road win at Colorado by three, 61-58. Number 21, Providence defeats Georgetown, 83 to 75. The other games in the top 25 that uh, are getting ready to tip off, one of them is in the West Coast Conference. That is number one, Gonzaga, hosting the Dons of San Francisco. Also, number three, Arizona on the road at Stanford. Those games are set for nine o'clock tips, so should be tipping off any moment. Speaking of the West Coast Conference, a final for Moraga. St. Mary's gets the win over Santa Clara, 73-65. St. Mary's with a nice win at home. Another game that will tip off in just a few minutes in Los Angeles, LMU hosting the Pepperdine Wave. Coming up next, we'll update you on the night in the NBA. BYU gets the win. They improved to 4-1 in conference play, 79-71. Cougars over the Toreros back to wrap up Cougar postgame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 79, San Diego 71. The Cougars getting the victory. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. A really good team victory for the BYU Cougars. 22 points for Alex Barcelo. 14 points for Seneca Knight, tying his uh, season high, as well as 14 points and 11 rebounds for Fusine Traore. Uh, He just (laughs) continues to impress. This guy, man. And to think that his minutes that we're seeing now, you know, this was not the plan for him. He has come in and just looks more and more comfortable and more and more in the flow of what BYU wants to do, game in and game out. He is uh, he is a pleasure to watch. Can't forget Tijon Lucas with nine points as well as four assists. Good win, 79-71 for the BYU Cougars. Let's check in on the pros tonight. Only one game going on. It is on the West Coast in San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors hosting the Indiana Pacers. It is 63-55 Golden State with the lead as they near halftime in downtown San Francisco. Earlier tonight, the Pelicans winning at Madison Square Garden over the New York Knicks, 102-91. And the Suns get the win in Dallas over the Mavericks, 109-101. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. You heard him during pregame. You're going to hear him for postgame. Gideon George will join Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. Your final from Provo tonight, 79-71. BYU takes down USD. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Barcelo, angle left. Barcelo, elbow Game. jumper. Got it! The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 31-31 ball game at halftime. Second half was wild. Cougars outscored the Toreros 48-40 after the break and win this one 79-71. BYU goes to 16-4 on the year. And under head coach Mark Pope, BYU's now 34-3 in their Marriott Center games. Big part of tonight's win, Gideon George. He scores 10 points all after halftime. He ends up with 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and goes plus 14 on the night as BYU wins it by 8. And Gideon George is our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Gideon, good to speak with you again. Yes, sir. Uh, good to have me here. Hey, congratulations to you and the guys. A really big win for you. I appreciate that. So halftime, uh, what did Coach Pope want you guys to think about heading into the second half? You were in a 31-31 tie game. Um, he just keeps it simple in the locker room. He was just like, we got to rebound the ball and we get to execute. We get to stick on transition because that has been working like all night for us. So that's what he just said in the locker room. Well, Gideon, a heck of a game tonight. It was fun to watch you out there. And you guys struggled scoring uh, in the paint in the first half, but 14 of 16 inside the arc in the second half. Of course, you were a big part of that. Big run, seven straight for you. What was the difference, do you think, offensively for this team to, to shoot such a high percentage in the second half? 
I think we're we're just trying to be aggressive, you know, as a team. Like, you know, we got like guys like Alex, the leader of the team, you know. Like seeing Alex being aggressive on the floor, you want to be aggressive too, you know. When the leader is doing the walk, so like everyone want to follow. So that's what helped us tonight, like Alex being aggressive and like everyone chipping in too. Seneca was really aggressive too. I thought he had a great game. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He came out aggressive. So that's a big win for us. That's a plus for us. You know, like we get guys like stepping up. He did step up for the team tonight. So that was a big time for the team. What's the first number you wanted to see in the box score when you sat down? My turnovers. <laughs> Zero turnovers. Let's go. <laughs> How important is that to you, between you and the staff, on, on, on getting that number where you want it to be? And, uh, and you know, BYU tonight ends up with, with 12. And you can live with 12, right? I know Coach Pope yeah. wants to be around 10. Mm-hmm. 12's not bad. So, um, like, this year I haven't had a conversation of me turning the ball over that much. So that's, that's a pretty good step for me, you know. I've been trying to work on that all summer long, like not to turn the ball over, make the simple play all the time. So I'm really, really happy seeing myself, like, getting, like, zero turnovers. I just want to be, like, under one turnover or less. So that's a plus for me. I think another, My dog. another uh, number that is important to you, is uh, rebounds, seven, oh, sure. seven rebounds. You out-rebound them by 10, 11 to 8 on the offensive boards. How important it is, is it this, for this team to rebound the ball well? Um, so there's a saying that they say, both men get paid. So, <laughs> like, so like we rebounding the ball like fools. I think he got 11. Caleb came in, me too. You know, like... So, like, Coach Pope will say in the locker room, we should send teams to, like, rebounding hospital. So, I think <laughs> we did that. So, like, rebound is, like, big part of basketball. So, if you can get a rebound, like, you can help your team a lot. Was Boardman get paid a Kawhi thing? Was it Kawhi? Yeah, it was Kawhi. Oh, it was Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Cougar Locker Room Show. We're visiting with one of the Boardmen tonight, uh, Gideon George, seven rebounds. You were second only to Foos. Foos had 11 rebounds tonight. 14 points, 11 boards, third double-double for Foos. Man, Foos is a big boy. <laughs> Foos is a really good player. Like, I don't know if, if he knows this, but, like, <laughs> Foos is a really good player. Like, what he's doing with his, with his size, like, posting guys in there, like, getting rebound, like, over, like, seven footers. Like, like being his teammate is just impressive to watch, <laughs> like, seeing Foos, like, doing that stuff. So I'm really, really proud of Foos and, like, what he's doing for the team, too. Two more block shots for Foos. He's blocked a shot in eight straight games. We'll take a break with Gideon George. We'll come back with more from him. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you by Brady Industries, a proud provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly, better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. Back with Gideon George after this on the new skin, BYU. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, it's BYU 79, San Diego 71 as our final score. BYU goes to 16-4 on the year and 4-1 and solo second place in the West Coast Conference. The Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you by Maersk. From freight to packaging to fulfillment to small parcel services, Maersk driven to reimagine the entire supply chain. Maersk, learn more at Maersk.com. All right, uh, BYU wins it and goes to 34-3 and in Mark Pope's home games. Gideon George is our guest. Gideon, how much focus goes to the... Um, 
the fact that this is your place and you guys should dominate, should win home games here, um, how much focus goes into that when you play here at the Marriott Center? Um, you know, like seeing the rock and like seeing the fans, like they be contributor, uh, contributors to that, you know. Like seeing the fans and like where the chair, like when the other team is like shooting free throw, you like, you know, <laughs> you get like, uh, I would say the rock is like the sixth man of the year, so I give them that. So that's really big time for the rock, for like helping us. I feel like they help us a lot, you know, like like seeing the student section like filling up and like them like distracting the other teammates. So I feel like they really help us a lot. So I say the rock is like six man of the year for sure. Amen to that. And uh, you know, coming into this game, I, I I was really impressed by San Diego. I thought they performed well. They got some good players. What were you guys seeing on film coming into this? And what did you expect from the Toreros? Um, we know they're a really good team. So, you know, like the coaches, the game plan. So we stick to the game plan, you know, with the coaches. Like they always tell us, like, every game is the hardest game on the schedule. So we're not trying to trick ourselves. We're not trying to be ahead of ourselves, you know. We're just trying to take it a game at a time. And that's what we did today. Alex Barcelo led you with 22 points. And there are times in games where it feels like Alex is just going to kind of take over a little bit. And is that is it fun to be his teammate when you see that look in his eye and he starts going to work? Yeah, 100%. Alex is a pro. <laughs> I already know Alex is a pro. So, like, the way he handled his business, you know, like, he handled it like a pro. So, like, seeing Alex being his teammate, I'm grateful for being his teammate and knowing that dude, he's a really, really super nice human being, too physical game tonight. It got a little chippy at times. You know what the word chippy means? You hear the word yeah. chippy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, did you feel like uh, like it got that way? What kind of led to that? Um, I feel like the both team, we're just trying to be aggressive, you know, like trying to play hard. So, like, at the end of the day, no bad blood. We're just trying to play basketball and we're just trying to play hard. Does it? Did you know that Coach Pope got his 60th win tonight? Mm. So no, it's, it's, congrats, so it's, Coach Pope. Yeah. So the, the big thing about this is he gets his 60th win in his 79th game, and no BYU coach has ever gotten to 60 wins in fewer games. So he's the fastest ever BYU coach to get to 60. That's kind of a cool thing. Wow, that's really cool. Congrats to Coach Pope. He's a really, really good coach too, and he's a very, very high-intelligent coach and smart coach. <laughs> he has led some pretty good celebrations in your post-game locker rooms. We've seen a lot of them. So not every celebration's the same. What was tonight's on a scale of 1 to 10? How crazy was tonight's celebration? Um, uh, it wasn't that crazy tonight, you know. He just like... Was it a 5? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a... I give it 5. 5 yeah, out of five, 10? Yeah, 5. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get better. <laughs> hey, Gideon, one of the things I like about this team, Greg and I have been doing this for a long time, Gideon, longer than you've been alive, man. Yeah. So, a lot of times it's like two or three guys that are going to get the scoring for you most nights. This this team, you never know who's going to get double figures. and could be eight different guys. Eight guys score tonight. That must be kind of fun being on a team where it could be anybody's night to, to really step in and contribute and score. Yeah, you know, like... I say this individually we're a really good basketball team like you know blending it as team together so we're really really good like every, I feel like everyone on this team have talent they're really good basketball players so that's why you never know who's coming in to like get bucket that night so that's why you can't it's really hard to scout BYU because mm -hmm. everyone can hoop everyone can play.
And sometimes they say uh, the strength of the team is the team itself, the fact that you guys form a unit, because as individuals you have different skills and strengths, but when you guys start grinding together, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is, it is. You can see it like every night when we're playing, you know, guys like buying in and like keeping their own agenda aside and like, you know, coming in for the team like 100%. So that that's really helping us. And like Coach Pope and his coaching staff are really doing a good job to like tell us not to deceive ourselves, not to get ahead of ourselves. Like team, like team winnings will take you like a lot of places instead of individual accolades. Well said, Gideon. Always good to visit with you, man. You're a lot of fun to talk to. Great fun to watch. And congratulations to you and the guys again. Nice hey, win. Appreciate you guys for having me All on right, here. That Thank is, you so much. You bet. That's Gideon George. We'll yes, take sir. a break. That's the Cougar Locker Room Show. Mark Pope is coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Coach Mark Pope is coming up. Before Coach Pope joins us, let's hear from Sam Scholl, the head coach of the San Diego Toreros. Our thanks to our intern, Alex Dotson, for getting with Coach Scholl a short time ago and getting these postgame comments. Well, I mean, th- these guys are ready to t- you know take they they get ready to take a step you know against an upper echelon team in our conference. You know they they wanted they wanted that opportunity to you know to, to get a big win. You know, and we knew we had to compete and we had to compete at our very best um, to even have a chance. And uh, we just unfortunately made a few, few too many mistakes that hurt ourselves, and they made they made some plays. What was your team's defensive game plan coming into the game to try and limit some of this, to limit this environment and to kind of limit some of BYU shooters? Well, we didn't do such a great job in the second half, obviously. You know, but we wanted we wanted Barcelo to see see bodies every time he came off a ball screen. Um, and then they they made some great adjustments and were able to start finding finding role guys and and, and finding finding where we were helping from on the ball screens and you know so we wanted to take away threes we didn't take away enough of them you know and I think that really kind of broke the game open. Uh, going into half though your team was playing well your team was tied with BYU heading into the heading into the second half uh, what did you tell your team going into the locker room to try and motivate them for the coming out for the second half oh just the reset and so now now we've, we've made this a 20 minute game we made this a 20 minute game and and now we've got to be better on the glass you know we gave away some of the offensive rebounds in, in the first half which we did a better job in the second half um, and then we just had our discipline had to grow our discipline had to grow our determination on the defense on defense had to grow and you know we just had too many spells where it didn't um, this is the only so during this during the second half your team um, played really well including you guys led, led in parts during the game and um, even going and kept it within a single digit game even when BYU tried to pull away it felt like there was still moments in the game where you guys were still right there with them and going blow for blow essentially what were you most pleased with your team's performance in the second half staying poised this group's done that in a lot of different situations um, the, the, just the, the ability to stay poised don't panic you know which is 
it's just a challenge when you're playing in a place like, like the Marriott Center. You know, it's a great environment. Um, but our guys didn't panic. You know, we didn't we didn't let you know a run turn into a double digit lead. And, and, and so uh, I was proud of our guys for that. And, and hopefully we can learn from a lot of things that happen in this game. You know, they'll make us better on Saturday. So now you guys head back on the road to Pacific. What is your biggest takeaway that you hope that your team will uh, take with them this game at Pacific? Just how disciplined you have to be. How disciplined you have to be to win in, in the WCC. How disciplined you have to be um, to win on the road in the WCC. You just you can't have effort plays. You can't lose. They have lack of effort plays. You know, we, we got tired. And I don't know where that was. Or just too many plays where we broke down and, and ended up beating ourselves. Because giving up open shots to BYU is not something you want to do. Awesome. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is a Sam Scholl, head coach of the San Diego Toreros. Thanks to Coach Scholl for also joining us uh, for a pregame chat as well. Uh, he's always great to do that. And thanks to Alex Dotson for getting in and getting that interview a short time ago. We'll take a break. We'll come back and hear from Mark, Mark Pope, BYU's head coach, as the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues, the BYU Creamery. Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Coach Pope. Coming up, his 60th win is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back courtside, Marriott Center. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant, BYU head coach Mark Pope with us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Cougs go to 16-4 and four on the year. A couple of historical notes for Coach Pope here. Um, since World War II, only four in, un, in only four other seasons has BYU been better than 16-4 and four through hmm. 20 games. So uh, that's, a, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. It's a pretty high number. You are the fastest... BYU head coach to 60 wins, 60 and 19. You're the only guy to get there in fewer than 80 games. And win number 60 comes tonight. So congratulations on a mini milestone that has some history attached to it. It's more about the guys and the team, and I know you'll say that, but um, it's a great reflection on what everyone's doing together right now here at BYU, these numbers I'm talking about. Yeah, we, you know, we were talking about it. We just uh, finished with the, the post-game press conference, and I was up there with Alex, and, and, you know, that came up, and Alex is like, no, 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 no. I'm the first player ever <laughs> to 60 wins this fast. And I'm like, yep, that's the truth. That is true. It is true. It's the truest thing he's ever said. You guys have been together for every one of them. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and the home record goes to 34-3. and three. And uh, for the longest time, you know, the, the home court here at the Marriott Center became an identity, part of the identity of this program. And I think it's probably close to being that again. Uh, is, there, is, there, is there a focus placed on, on the holding serve component? Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's important for any successful program. Uh, it's, just, it's just so important. If you're a successful program, you're going to win at home. And especially if you're, you know, I think, I think we're a top 10 attendance uh, uh, team in the country right now, which is just, it's just insane, right? And, um, and it's important. Uh, these guys feel it. They feel the, the joy of it, and they feel the responsibility of it and, and uh, trying to take care of this, this home court. And, and they've done an outstanding job. Uh, you know, clearly this year we, we, we've, we've swept it so far, so let's keep going. Was impressed with this San Diego team coach. They'd won three. They get Townsend back for this game, and you know they're going to try and take away the three. You're eight for 22 inside the three-point line in the first half, 14 of 16 in the second half. 
really nice effort in the second half. But what do you see as maybe the difference in some changes you made and how this team uh, were able to kind of address that issue from the first half? Yeah, this is, this is a good team. Uh, you know, they're, they're sole possession of second place, right? And so this was a, a game for second place. And, you know, it's – listen, we've only played – you know, four game. We're only four games in, but still, that's legitimate. It's probably the best place San Diego's been in conference in a long time. Have some real juice, and they did it without, uh, you know, what we think is probably their best player who was back tonight, and then also did it without Pinchuk. They've been without those two guys for, you know, for Jace, he's been out for six weeks, and Pinchuk's been out. I don't know four games or five games, and so for them to, to accomplish what they've done with, with missing two of their best players is really impressive. It's a good team, and and they're going to. Be they're going to have a good run in this league. Uh, Sam does a nice job. So, uh, you know, the first half, what they've shown uh, in, in all their previous games was they kind of start with a zone and over uh, ball screen defense. Tonight they went straight to quick show, which they've shown a lot, but it's usually something they go to later. And we didn't manage the quick show great in the first half. Alex had the two really early turnovers. Even on the step up, they were really aggressive quick show, which most teams don't do. So it was a, it was, it was a good scheme for them. Uh, our guys managed it way better. We, we were may, way more patient. Uh, kind of keeping a live ball, saving our dribble until after the interchange with the ball screen uh, in the second half. I thought Tijon was excellent getting downhill. I could have put the ball in his hands more. I thought he was so productive. Uh, and I thought our guys, you know, is always when we play with force, we're successful. I thought they did that in the second half. Coach, I want to bring up a couple of uh, a couple of sequences in the second half. It's a 40-40 ball game. Okay, you're in a grind. It's 40-all. First sequence is Gideon goes on a personal 7-0 run, puts you up 7. Up 7, you get a miss and a rebound, and you're running to go up 9 or 10. Atiki gets the tech, and he gets DQ'd. It's a 4-0 swing the other way with almost the clock stopped, and boom, it goes from 9 or 10 to now 3-point game. Mm -hmm. And then Spencer comes down and bangs his only 3 of the night, and it just felt like, whoa. At that stage, that was it felt like the biggest shot of the night. Yeah, a couple things. You know, keying off that was was Tijon's steal, where he just just took the ball from McKinney in the corner far away from us. And that that was also a a beginning of a change for us in terms of the physicality or the engagement of our guys on defense we talk about doing the right thing being in the right spot and then making plays and I thought that was a huge you know that was really important for us and then Gideon's force around the rim you know he, he is um, his his twos his, his non-rim twos is a number that he's been really frustrated with and tonight he played with incredible force around the rim for those two buckets in particular I was super proud of that and then and then you know Spence's shot came from Seneca night. You know, we ran a weave three. It's the first time we run it tonight, and and uh, he did a great job splitting the ball screen, which is really hard for a six six, you know, two hundred twenty pound guy to do. He split it really hard, got downhill, and was just barely able to avoid the charge, and and got a pass, an extra pass. Spence was ready to fire away and banged it. You're right; those were those are huge moments in the game. Great game again from Foose. He continues to impress. It seems to me, I know your guys have all the confidence in the world in each other, but I can see the confidence that your guys have to get the ball to Foose. They're trying to get the ball. They know he can score and going to make good decisions. I'm just impressed. Continue to be impressed by his improvements and poise out there. Yeah, and, and the truth is, guys, like there's five or six more possessions where I'm like, I got to get Foose the ball. It's just I'm putting so much on this young freshman's shoulders right now. I, I'm holding myself back because I, but but you can feel it coming. I mean, he's six for eight tonight against a really really long. You know, t- uh, Brown is a top thirty uh, 
rim protector in the league, top shot blocker in, in the country. Yeah, nine blocks in a game. Yeah, right? and so and you know and and then Erlington is a vet's vet, and and uh, uh, Tolkien is is uh, you know got some real length to him, even though he's got a smaller frame. And Parrish has been a force in this league the last two years, and so you think about the front, and then Pinchuk, like Pinchuk is 6'11", 250. and so you think about Foos uh, with all the weight that he's carrying, meaning the the, the pressure, the responsibility that he has to shoulder on this team and he's six for eight and, and you're right our guys trust him they're looking for him they're trying to find him uh, i thought you know i was super proud of Tijon. he went on a little stretch uh with it finished with him getting downhill and um just teasing the hard show and then getting foos the dunk right down in the middle of the lane uh, and it was hard to find a passing angle but our guys believe so much in him that they're really really trying to find him Team high four assists for Tijon. As we go to break, an update from Spokane. Uh, by the way, newsflash, the Zags are probably not going to score 60 in the first half tonight for the first time in, in, a, in a few games. So here's the deal. The USF was up 17-9, to and it's a 12-0 Gonzaga run over four minutes. USF goes four minutes scoreless, and Zags up 4-21-17. So a slower pace, perhaps, in terms of scoring. I think they're at .96 points mm-hmm. per possession right now, Gonzaga. So a bit of a different feel, but one thing you can relate to is the fact that a team went from up 17-9 to down 21-17 pretty quick. Yeah, and it's, it's – um, listen, the San Francisco team's really good. Uh, and, and there's going to be competitive games. And uh, they do have, you know, one of the things that was really, um, when we went down there and played them last week, one of the things that was different with the eye test about actually being in the gym with them, how big they are. Uh, Tape is big. Like, he's 6'11", 6'10", ridiculously athletic, really, really long, great feet, and an unbelievable rebounder. And Masalski is proven himself this year as a you know he's been a he's been a you know a, a, a one of the top uh, shot blockers in the country over the last several years I think holds a bunch of records at San Diego even though he didn't finish his career there and so they got some length and physicality uh, down low that I think is going to serve them well and obviously their backcourt is super talented so it should be a great game tonight 21-17 Zags, 7-19 to go until halftime. BYU wins this one, 79-71. This thing got up and down after halftime. Cougs win it by eight. We'll come back with Coach Pope next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show continuing and concluding, brought to you in part by Economics Partners, sponsor of the valuable stat of the game. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Going to go to Fusene Traore on this one, his third career double-double. He goes for 14 points, 11 rebounds, 6 of 8 from the field, plays 31 minutes plus for you tonight, Coach Pope, and in his seven starts, he has three double-doubles. Yeah, uh, he's just playing elite-level basketball, and I mean, those are numbers that you expect from a junior-senior, right? And he's a true freshman, and he just has been so key for our team. Tiki Aliotiki had a, a kind of a physical altercation tonight, but <clears throat> maybe didn't come at a, a great time. 
deep down inside, I, I love the fire, and I don't want guys to get in fights or anything, but I, I love the fact that, you know, he's just a guy that just wants to get after it, and uh, I don't know how you felt about that, but I, I love the just the, kind of the fight that Atiki puts up. Yeah, it, uh, what Atiki doing is, it, what he's doing is really special, man. He's had a five, five, six game run here where he's helping us, and you know, this is a young man who has not played basketball for very long, and actually didn't get to play basketball the whole year last year, his last year in high school, and uh, he's he's working so hard in school. He's doing a great job in school, and he's working so hard for this team. And in his heart, like he just feels he wants to fight for this team. He is fighting so hard for this team, and we're putting him in tough positions. And I'm really proud of him. And, and this is a learning process, and and all these young men get to learn. But but he's learning. He not just learning what it's like to be a college basketball player. He's learning how to speak English, and he's learning how to get a three-three at BYU, one of the toughest schools in the country. And he's learning how to you know function away from uh, you know across the world from his family. And he's got so much coming at him right now, and the way he's handling is really superb. And uh, he, he's. He's going to continue to grow, and, and his growth is going to be really, really important uh, as we try and get closer to our ceiling as a team. WCC, one of those conferences, Coach, with uh, multiple teams on home court win streaks. This was your 11th straight. You're now 11, uh, 11 in a row at home, 9-0 and here on this year. And, again, you're not the only team doing it. St. Mary's went to 12 in a row tonight. Gonzaga's trying to get to 62 or 63 in a, in a row tonight. This is a league full of great home teams and really good, now more top-to-bottom basketball teams. And USD is a pretty good example of that. Yeah, and good teams protect their home court. And, and it's, it's no coincidence that, you know, I think San Francisco was up to 10 right before we beat them. It was 11. You snapped the they're, 11. They were up yeah. to 11 before we beat them in St. Mary's and, and, and Gonzaga and us. And, and that's, that is – you know that's why you have four NCAA tournament teams in this league right now. That's what that's what great teams do. They they protect their home court and they, and they go out and win a bunch on the road. And and uh, we have some really good teams in this league. All right, so BYU turns around and brings in Portland on Saturday, and much like. USD was a new composition team for you to see in person. Now you get a Portland team that essentially entirely flipped around from last year uh, with a new coach and a new lineup. Yeah, this Portland team is good. They're big. They have some real size. Uh, they're really skilled. Um, they, you know, they, they they know who they are already with this new group in a young season. They already really know who they are. They're a good team, and it's going to be a great contest. Just like every every game, you know, we, we talk about it. People don't believe me. And um, – and, and because it's hard to believe. But this Portland game is going to be the hardest game we played all season. It's going to be harder than playing at Gonzaga. It's going to be harder than playing at, at San Francisco. It's going to be harder than playing here tonight against San Diego. That is the way in-league basketball works. And our guys are, you know, we have some veterans that believe that and some young guys that learn to believe it. And that's why you're successful. So you, when you understand how hard it is to win, this is the 180th, 188th ranked team in the country right now. And so on paper, people are like, ah, man, they'll go get that game. You know what? When you when you prepare like it's on paper, you drop some of these games. And, and we don't believe in that. And, and so so we understand how hard this game is going to be Saturday. And we're going to have to come fully ready to go and, and uh, give it a shot. Try and get a win. Last thing for you, uh, some new attendance rules in place tonight. So the numbers may be dipped a bit, but not so much that you couldn't feel a good vibe in the building, right? Yeah. This is still a good home court tonight, good home crowd tonight. We applaud those who went through uh, a few more hoops to get in the building tonight. We appreciate that. Uh, they were they were, they were were loud and they were impactful. And again, you still have to appreciate what BYU is doing from a fan support standpoint right Come now. Come on, man. We, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going through these restrictions 
and and it was a it was a lower attendance night. We we only had almost thirteen thousand. Yeah, then come on, man! Like how yeah. blessed are we? Yeah. Like this, it just is. It, there's no words how great it is. Coach, congratulations on win number sixty, win in league number four, win number sixteen on the year, and an eleventh consecutive home victory for you and the guys. We'll see you back here shortly. Twenty games in, guys, it's going quick, man. Mm. We got to get better fast. We 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 only got, we don't have that many games left till it's is it's real. So we got we got to keep getting better. Let's go. Don't talk about an ending, please. Thank Thanks, you. gentlemen. That's Coach Pope. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Mark's going to take a Mark, you must stick around to say goodbye here. Thank you, Mark Pope. All right, uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up. We'll do it with you on the headset. I feel here better. I am. You yeah. are. You're still here. So let's uh, thank the crew back at BYU Radio. Um, we had uh, we had Tanner Graf, uh, who was doing uh, doing all the uh, the button pushing tonight, and uh, making sure that uh, we got on and and stayed on the air. And so uh, much appreciation goes to uh, to Tanner Graf, along with help from Logan Gardner tonight, our control board operators. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Jason Shepard Shep is in the studio. Our broadcast intern at the uh, at the studio tonight was Jacob Habel. We thank uh, Sean O'Neill on the management side as well over there. Our broadcast intern tonight here courtside was Alex Dotson, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Tyson Jex. Always great help from Tyson and help from USD, his counterpart Chuck Marvel on the other side, helping out with uh, Coach Sam Scholl pre- and post-game. We appreciate Coach Pope and Gideon George for joining us in our post-game interviews uh, this evening. And Mark, that just leaves the guys on the headset. You know what? I like this team a lot. Here's why. I don't know who's going to perform or score. Uh, and usually it's everybody that does. they got nine guys. We have a pretty good hunch on A.B. A.B. is going to get – that's nice to have. I mean, he's going to get 15 to 20, 25 a night, which you need. But, I mean, who knew that Seneca Knight would have 14 points and, you know, five boards and three assists. I mean, Gideon George and then Trevin Nell and Caleb, you know, each get a bucket piece. And so you got to get other guys, and they step up and make the plays. But then, even then, it's like usually when you're late in the game, it's two, maybe two, maybe three guys are going to shoot, right? And who is it? You know, Gideon making shots, Spencer Johnson, Trevin Nell. You don't know where it's going to come from. It's not, it's not one or two guys' team. It, this whole team really, you know, who, who's going to perform tonight? And that's a great thing, hard to, to plan for. And this team has done it all year long, a really – Really solid, full basketball team with a lot of talented guys. And a really, really solid wrap-up from Mark Durant on this night. We'll be back with you uh, two nights hence, Saturday night for BYU and Portland. 6 o'clock pregame and a 7 o'clock tip. So until then, my name is Greg Grubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball. By the way, BYU wins it by a final score of 79-71 over San Diego. You heard it right here on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Oh, by the way, I want to say one final shout-out. Hope he's still out there. fellow named Jim Murdoch ran into me on the concourse the night before the game. He's from Grace, Idaho. He says it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive to get from Grace to Provo. And he said he makes that drive. It sounds like multiple, many, many, many times a year to catch BYU basketball. And he came for tonight's game, and he said, thank you, thank you and Mark for keeping me up late on my drives home to keep me on my way home to Grace. And so, Jim Murdoch, if you're still out there driving, and we hope you are tuned in on your way back to Grace, Idaho, thank you for your great support of this team, your support of us. And so to Jim Murdoch and all of Cougar Nation, we say good night and so long from Provo, Utah listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network coverage of today's game has been brought to you by 
Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borke, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.